Welcome to Afghan Dispatches from Chrome Radio with Diva Patang and me, Katrina Oliphant. Last week in Afghanistan, girls of secondary school age were getting ready to return to the classroom for the first time since the Taliban took over last August. But within hours of arriving at school, they were told to go back home. The Taliban had abruptly changed its mind, at least for now. It's not yet clear why. Officially, the Taliban has said that a decision still needs to be made on the appropriate uniform for female students. But there is also a shortage of teachers. And with segregated classes, schools will need more teachers than before the Taliban takeover. In the next podcast, we will discuss this backtracking by the Taliban. But when I last spoke to Diva, secondary schools for girls were still due to open. And she was hopeful that the Taliban understood the importance of education, for girls as well as boys, for Afghanistan's future. One of the reasons for her optimism was a photograph that had been doing the rounds on social media. Here's Diva. This photo of a Talib holding a book and having his gun on the floor has been circulated all around social media. It has been shared by almost all government officials and all those Afghans who are on social media. The message is incredible. You can see a young man who has picked up a book instead of a gun. He was studying at university and wanted to defend his country. Today, this young man wants to put his gun back on the floor. He doesn't want to fight anymore. He wants to pick up the book and he wants to continue with education. This young man is standing in a bookshop or a library. There is also another man. He doesn't have a gun. He's looking to get a book for himself. And if you look into this photo very, very carefully, you can see that there are books with women's images and there are poetry books. Most of the poetry books, they're about the land, about love, about the beauty of the country. We can see a book with a photo of the former President Ghani and also President of India, Mr. Moody. If all these boys who had a gun in their hand, if they pick up a book instead of the gun, we can see a huge change in the country. We can have some hope. The book will make you educated, will make you aware, will take you away from extremism. It will not let you get into extremism because you will understand what is around you, what is around the world, the beauty around the world and the beauty of your country. It will make you aware about human beings' lives, the importance of people's lives and also how important it is for a woman to be in education because it's the woman who actually educates the next generation. It's the woman who spends so much time with their child who is the next generation The overall reaction on social media about this particular photo was how important education is. Even people from different political mindsets agree that, of course, you will always find negativity in anything you try to post. But the photo was having so much meaning behind it that a lot of young people were posting it. Some of them didn't want to even make a comment. They just wanted to post this photo. You can write something good, you can write something bad, but mainly the impression on social media was good. The Taliban understands the importance of education, and this is one of the reasons why this photo of this Talib holding a book and having his gun on the floor is shared so much by the leadership of the Taliban. There is a message behind it. When they were around the negotiation table, they might not have noticed as much as they have noticed that now how important education is. 
And what we see on social media, those who oppose the Taliban, you will hear that the Taliban do not want education, that they are against it. When the leadership of the Taliban have shared something educational to say how important education is, they will get attacked back. So I think there is what is on social media, it needs to be read very carefully. Those who are the policymakers in other countries, they need to make sure that they follow the right accounts, the accounts which really belong to these leaders, because there's so many fake accounts. A lot of these fake accounts has been made by those who oppose the Taliban, those who want to get their message across to journalists, social media activists, to those people who are decision makers to change their minds. A very good example with a tweet which was made by Ambassador Kay from New Zealand, who said, I can smell the propaganda of some of these people from the opposition around my office. The Taliban now understands the importance of social media. And I think it's good that they're sharing what they're doing. It's good to see that they're hearing and communicating with people like myself, like a lot of other girls, because it needs to start from somewhere. Somebody needs to try to make them understand that if you want to be in power, if you want to be able to govern, then you need to be able to understand your ordinary people. This is what ordinary people want. They want education. They want to be part of governance. They want to be part of the decision makers. We have great strategies. We've got educated people. Why not use them? The Taliban, when I speak to them, they're very much aware of this. They understand that without education, we cannot have hopes for a great Afghanistan, for an Afghanistan that will be able to compete one day with the world, for an Afghanistan that will be able to have a great future, for an Afghanistan who will be economically independent. I have been in contact with many of the government officials. I have spoken to them about girls' education, about the importance of girls' education. Those who are in the high-ranking positions, they all understand that education is essential and only education can save Afghanistan. They agree that women need to go back to education, that women are very important, not just in education, but also in governance. If we cannot return to Afghanistan at this current state, at least we can try to make the Taliban aware about education, try to talk to them. Now they're ruling the country. They understand how important it is. If they want to have a good position within the government, then they should have the knowledge how to run a system. They need to have knowledge how to talk to the world, how diplomacy works. They need to have the knowledge to interact. So they understand that now that they are in power all around the country, they need to be able to not just educate those who are right now in high-ranking positions, but those who are below them, because the people who are below, they're the people who are running on a daily basis the country. I come from the south of Afghanistan, from host Zadran. That particular province has a great university, but has very little schools for girls. This is the place where the education has not been very great for people there because that's where the stronghold of the Taliban was always been. I'm in contact with a lot of people from the South. They say to me that universities are open. They're going back to universities as normal. Even the subjects are normal. The lecturers are still there. Some of them are not coming because of some issues with the salaries. But most of the lecturers are back in university and they're going back to their classrooms. 
there was an opportunity to segregate it, but most of them that has not been segregated. They say that they do speak about it, but nothing has changed at the moment. I think even the Taliban understand that segregation is not as easy as they talk about it. It needs a lot of resources. You need a lot more staff because if you needed one lecturer before, you need two now. So if segregation is going to happen, you need to have double the staff to be able to teach the boys and the girls. In regards to schools, they promised that when the school year starts in March, the girls and the boys will be able to go back to school. And those schools that are closed, they will try to reopen them. My point to them was, I understand that you will open the schools which were closed, but what about those areas that for the last, I would say, 40 years, there has never been a school, they have never built a school where my immediate family is from. They have to walk for about two hours to get to school. You need two hours to walk to school and then study for a couple of hours and come back. It was very difficult for children to do so. A lot of parents will end up not sending their children to school. So what about those areas? And they said that we're not just thinking about reopening schools, we are thinking about building schools for girls. I know I'm miles and miles away from Afghanistan, but because I value education, I want every single girl to be educated. So I personally, from my own company, I would like to sponsor 20,000 girls and give them the opportunity to be able to study and provide them with the essentials for the education I would like to give every girl on her first day to school a school bag, a notebook, pen, pencils, rubbers and pencil case so that they will be able to have the start of their education with something in their hands. Because I understand it's quite difficult for many families to be able to buy the first day essential accessories for their children. I value education. I know that only education can save us from extremism and would be able to make a better Afghanistan and we would be able to save a lot of lives. That was Diva Patang for Afghan Dispatches. Do join us next time when we discuss the Taliban's sudden decision not to go ahead, for now at least, with the planned reopening of secondary schools for girls. Until then, thank you for listening and please share this podcast on. I'm Katrina Oliphant and you've been listening to Afghan Dispatches from Chrome Radio.